Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. All right. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of What's the Wi-Fi Password. We've got a special episode today brought to you by the Two Stupid Youth Guys. Uh, Tate is not able to join us for the podcast today, unfortunately, but Joshua and myself are here. And when it's just the two of us, there's no filter or anything to uh, uh, restrain the craziness that could come out. And as, as we were just chatting beforehand, I was reminded of, you know, one of the first youth group nights, I think it was back when youth group was on Friday nights, actually, right when you first started serving with us, started uh, working as the youth pastor. And I remember we were all locking up, getting everything cleaned up. And I was sitting on one of the couches on the patio. I think I was talking to Austin and Erica, probably. And then you popped out of the youth room building. And you were just like, Andy, come in here. And I got really (laughs) nervous. I thought I was like in trouble for something. I thought like there was something I did wrong that you were about to like rebuke me on or call me out for, but that's not what happened. Josh, do you remember what, what you were calling me in for then? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How can I forget? And this is definitely like the the product of just youth ministry. Uh, We were locking up the building and I always check the bathrooms to make sure like they're clean so that we're, you know, because if you ever done youth ministry and you have to use the same facility as like the rest of the church, you get blamed for like everything, you know, you get blamed if there's a light bulb out or there's some drywall that got kicked in and it probably is the youth, but the fact is you just get blamed for everything. And so I always check the bathroom as I walked into the bathroom. It's a single stall guys bathroom. As you walk in the door, you look to the left and on the floor in the stall, I saw what was only described as, I mean, human excrement basically is what it is, right? It's just this like, human excrement sitting on the ground and just in the middle of the stall, right? Not, not even close to the toilet. It, it was from the actual toilet. And it's just like, I was just like, oh, there it is. You know, it was just like, it's out of nowhere. And so I had to call Andy and I did. I kind of called him in a way of like, like where well, he thought he might be in trouble just to like shock him even more when he saw what was sitting on the floor in the guy's bathroom. <laughs> And, you know, it's, it's a funny, it's like, how do they even do that? Because I don't know, I don't want to get into too much detail, but like the rest of the bathroom wasn't too clean either. It was just like one of those things like, you know, and of course being a youth pastor, like who's got to clean it up. Um, And I'm nominated to do that basically. Um, But I think what's funnier about that is that you and I choose to take pictures and then send it to the rest of the leaders. Right. Now, if there's leaders there that night, they come in and they see it, of course, right? Because they want to see it. Um, 
and this is not the first time, nor was that the last time that we right. found something like that in a bathroom. But to the leaders that aren't that there that night, they're on the text line, and then they get this random picture of something horrible looking, yeah. right? And they don't even know what to think about it. They just see on their phone, oh, my youth ministry text line is dinging. <laughs> and they look, and they see this horrific picture. And I just think that's always that, – that, that makes me laugh, like, really hard every time I, I get that. I remember you send out the picture because uh, everyone was like, oh, let me see it, let me see it. And, you know, we tried passing the phones around, but then someone – I think Tate was just like, just text it on the text line so that we all get it. And then one of our leaders who wasn't there last night – just texted the text line back and it just said, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you. Well, you know, one thing that would be really interesting is the person who did that might be listening to this podcast right now. We never yeah. found out who did it. We're not going to make any accusations or anything on air. But if you're listening and you want to be featured on the next What's the Wi-Fi Password, <laughs> we will interview you about this event live on air in front of probably tens of millions of people that are listening yeah. to the podcast at this point. Yeah. Basically we're just like a viral podcast, not like not viral, like COVID, but viral, you know, anyway, anyway, yeah. I think it's enough of two stupid youth guys for one. one <laughs> um, so yeah, dude, here it is. It's Friday. You know, we're, we're left unchaperoned, which if you're listening to this, I'm sorry for what you're getting right now. Um, but this is us. Uh, and so, We've been talking about devotion this week and just like the times of devotion and this, the encouragement and just the exhortation of, of seeking out God, taking that step and making that priority and that intentionality of devoting uh, our lives to Christ. And so we've talked about the word of God and prayer and, and other forms of it. But today we want to talk about like, how do we practically, right? How do we kind of just do that within our life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A devotional time is important, but how do you and I do that even like right now when we're like doing this podcast. Um, and do you got a scripture, Andy, that, that can support that? Yeah. Hypothesis. Yeah. You know, first Corinthians ten thirty one is a great place to go on this topic where Paul, uh, he just says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And mm. That verse, it it opens up this idea that we actually see all throughout Scripture, which is that our walk with God, our faith, our worship, it's not just a church thing. It's not just a morning quiet time thing. It's not just a, uh, you know, in our heart thing, but it's also something that's lived out every single moment. Uh, Paul calls us and says that, whether you eat or drink or anything you do, you can do all of it for God's glory. And so going off what Joshua said, one of the the topic that we want to look at today is how do we take our devotional time and the words we hear from God, the things that we learn about God and see in scripture, and how do we make that a daily part of our life? How do we make it so instead of just that existing from 7 to 8 a.m. How do we make that exist all day? Uh, so Josh, do you have any uh, wisdom or just personal experience on how you bring your quiet time throughout the day with you? Yeah, you know, just the idea of worship and devotion. Um, I remember when I was in high school, 
my brother and he had a friend that I gave rides to school to every day. So I was a senior and in my senior year in high school is really where like I started seeing my life as this devotion, right. As this, this way of like being a witness, um, to, to Jesus. I remember it was my senior year in high school. Um, it was the first time I ever raised my hands in a worship time. And like, or like, cause I went to a Christian high school. Um, and even though it's a Christian high school, it doesn't necessarily mean like everybody there is Christians. But I remember I raised my hands and I physically felt kids like step away from me. Right. Even my, my like best buds, they were like, I'm not standing next to this weirdo. Um, and so I remember driving to school and this kid that was driving with us, um, my brother's friend, he, he wasn't a Christian or he didn't profess to be a Christian. And he said, like, I told him, I read that verse, or I said that verse in first Corinthians. And he was like, how do you do everything in honoring God? Like, how do you, how do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and honor God? And I said, well, your body is this beautiful machine that God made and you have to feed it to like live. And so even in that, even in just you naturally doing what like your body is meant to do, the fact is like, like that can be honoring God. Now, of course, like naturally doing what your body is supposed to do can also dishonor God, right? If you take that in like sinful ways. Um, but the idea is that, you know, hope, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a Christian. Um, you know, Andy and I are both Christians. And so it's like, in a sense, well, if I'm feeding my body, then I'm doing it so that I can continue to honor God with this life that I'm living. And that's just one aspect, but it's like the idea, okay, so, so, you know, staying hydrated, you know, um, you know, doing chores for my parents, honoring my parents, uh, not harping on my brother and sister, right. Being a good, um, if you're old enough, you have a job being a good steward and being a good worker at your job. Um, walking with honesty and integrity and sincerity, these things, these attributes are all ways that we devote to God. And it really does start with a devotional life, but then can in a sense overflow to the rest of your life as you just continue to honor God with the life that you're living. I mean, guys, like, you know me, I'm kind of an outdoorsy guy, like even just going to the river. Like I, I miss Northern California because of the rivers, right? I spent, my life, my kids literally learn how to swim in the North Fork of the American River. And it's just in the sense, like, I always saw that as this is honoring God. I'm in God's nature. I'm enjoying the sunshine. I'm, I'm refreshing in this beautiful water that he created. And man, I'm just honoring God with just the life that he, like finding joy in the life that he's given. me. So I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know, Andy, you got a different aspect on that? Or what do you think, bud? Yeah, you know, I completely agree. Um, I love Psalm 104. I'm not going to read it. It's about 30 verses long, but it's all about the author looking at the world and praising God for everything he sees. Like he talks about uh, nature and the trees and the ocean and animals and food and all of this stuff. And he says, Lord, this is all incredible. And it shows your glory. It shows your power. Um, we're going to come to a point in Job at the end of the book, we're studying right now for the middle school group, where God in highlighting his power is going to talk about nature and is going to talk about animals and is going to talk about just what he has created. So I completely agree with the mindset that worshiping God doesn't have to be this, like, I guess, spiritual experience, you could say. I think everything is spiritual but I don't think everything is spiritual in the way we think of when we think of spiritual. 
Right. Yeah. We think of spiritual as like something that's mystical and incredible and not something that like our body does or something that like nature has or something that things have. And I'm not going to, I'm not claiming like to be Buddhist or anything and say like, Oh, there's the spirit in this water bottle right here. You know, that's, that's not the point that I'm trying to make. What I'm trying to make is that all the things that God has made point to him and his glory. So as we interact with the world, we can either glorify him or dishonor him through the way that we behave. And so I would encourage you to just wrap up these thoughts is that as you read your morning devotions and you grow to understand God more and see who he is more and um, learn about the things that please him, it's good to just kind of chew on those thoughts for a while and starting slowly, look to add those in to your life. You know, that starting slowly is important because if you read something like Romans 12, where there's this long list of exhortations to the church, and you say, I am starting today going to completely accomplish every single one of these, it, you'll, you'll be really disappointed in yourself. Yeah. C.S. said, like, you don't realize how truly evil you are until you try very hard to be good. Um, so I would say start slow. Like as you read, look for just one thing that the Lord says to you. One thing that you learn that he wants you to do. One thing that you learn about him. One thing that you learn about his creation. And just kind of chew on that and, and ask, how, how can you do that? How can you do that? And be mindful of God. Like Josh was saying, if you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right now while listening to this podcast, I encourage you just thank God for that peanut butter. Thank God that he gave you taste buds and that you can enjoy that food and that it doesn't just taste like a stale cracker. I thank, praise God for the good gifts that he has given us. Seriously, praise God for peanut butter. Like seriously, like, like why would you not praise God for peanut butter? It is one of the most glorious things in the world. And for people that don't like like peanut butter cups, like oh. I don't even know if you're, I don't even know if you're a real person. If you don't like peanut butter cups. You know, but, one, of my, yeah. one of my like, one profound experience I've had with God revolved around eating a uh, C's candy chocolate peanut butter patty. Um, Why does that not surprise me, Andy? Why does that not surprise me, my friend? You know, I'm a food guy. And the Lord, he's a good father. He speaks to us in things that we love. And he speaks to us in ways we hear. Um, and it was just a moment where just something about the taste of it. Like I, I was just having a rough night and was trying to prep for a teaching that I think was going to happen the next day. Um, and was just kind of wrestling with God in it and had like those candies and I ate one. And just the taste was like a reminder of like, the Lord loves me. Lord cares for me. So good. Like this, this tastes good, and it's it's a reminder of the good gifts that God has given to us. Mm. It's good stuff, Andy. It's good stuff. So it's Friday, and you know, in that, you guys, we just want to encourage you that you know we've encouraged you this week to have a devotional time um, to be in the Word, to be in prayer, but find some ways to worship God just in you being you. If you love reading, if you love listening to music, if you love running, if you love working out, if you love like, eating, whatever it is, right, that you can find, honor God in those things. Thank him for those things. 
Um, thank him for your parents and your siblings and the fact that you have uh, a comfy bed to sleep in. You know, just whatever it is, find those things to thank him and to worship him through those and find, like see how this, even in the simplest things of life, just the little things that you find joy in, how you can devote and have devotional like moments with the Lord just in that simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just encourage you guys to do that this weekend as we kind of enter another Saturday and Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Praise the Andy, Lord. Andy shakes his head with in agreement. Well, you guys, um, this is what's the Wi-Fi password with two stupid youth guys. We love you. We care about you. Wash your hands. Have a great weekend. God Say bless. bye, Andy. <laughs> Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite.